The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Hey, it's Saturday already. Time to get things done. Good morning, I'm Paul Sodic. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Saturday, September 18th, 2021. Saturday of the 24th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, this is Liturgical Year B, Cycle 1. Saturday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the Rosary. And our saint today is St. Joseph of Cupertino. Born in 1603, as a child he showed a fondness for prayer. After a short career with the Capuchins, he joined the conventual Franciscans. And after a brief assignment caring for the friary meal, Joseph began his studies for the priesthood. Now, studies were difficult for him, but he learned a great deal of knowledge from prayer. Now, Joseph's tendency to levitate during prayer was sometimes a cross. Some people came to see this as much as they might have gone to a circus sideshow. The friars transferred Joseph several times for his own good. He was reported to and investigated by the Inquisition, but the examiners exonerated him. Joseph of Cupertino died in 1663. St. Joseph of Cupertino, pray for us. And let's offer this day to the Lord. Oh my God, I adore you and I love you with all my heart. I thank you for having created me, made me a Christian, and preserved me this night. I offer you the actions of this day. Grant that all of them may be in accordance with your holy will and for your greater glory. Protect me from sin and from all evil. Let your grace be always with me and with all my dear ones. Amen. We join Pope Francis in praying that we all will make courageous choices for a simple and environmentally sustainable lifestyle, rejoicing in our young people who are resolutely committed to this. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make these moments of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guiding angel, intercede for me. With a large crowd gathering and people from every town finding their way to him, Jesus used this parable. And so begins today's gospel. And immediately afterwards, we hear the parable of the sower going out to sow. But Jesus, even with those first words, I like to imagine those great crowds gathering. People of every shape and form, tall and short, skinny and plump, intelligent and not so intelligent, the sporty and physical and others who are anything but sporty or physical. That great multitude of people, just every every type you can possibly imagine. And then, I like to imagine your face looking out on those souls. Looking out at that great abundance of various peoples. And I like to think that when you saw those souls, when you looked at those faces, the young, the old, 
the tall, the short, everyone in between, that you saw so many futures, so many possibilities. And of course, I suppose, first and foremost, you saw the radical life-changing possibility that you were bringing to them at that moment. And so then, we hear the parable of the sower going out to sow. And a certain question comes up. What does it take, Lord, to be one who yields good fruit? One who perseveres? One who stays with you to the end? I can't help but think of a secret doubt that lies hidden in the hearts of many souls. Because there are some, plenty whom I've met, who have a secret fear of failure at the end. That they'll go and they'll struggle their whole life long and at the end they're going to mess it up and it will all have been a big waste of time. I think of those souls, those good souls, great and marvellous souls, and I love you to show them that they need not fear. I mean, what does it take to persevere? Just to want it. I think we know we can always turn back to you. And realistically, we know that we always are turning back to you. So why should we be afraid? I know the devil would love us to fear, whereas you only want us to trust. But the devil uses half-truths. He likes to convince us that we can't. It's beyond us. And then, of course, it's likely that we're going to fail. Well, he's right. Halfway. He's right that we don't have the strength to persevere by ourselves. That we could fail. But the fact that we know we can't guarantee anything by ourselves means that we choose to rely entirely on you. And so, really, that temptation of the devil shouldn't give us any problems at all. Now, Lord, I like to see you looking out on that crowd. And in your face, I don't see pessimism. I don't see you thinking, well, gee, I bet that guy's going to get it wrong. And that, that girl over there, she's sure, she's sure to stuff it up. Now, when I see you looking at that crowd, I see you thinking of the future, of how you are going to call those souls, stay by them no matter what. In fact, I see you thinking of everything that you were going to do to guide them and to ensure that they stay close to you. How you would even call many of them back at the last minute, no matter how far they had gone. And then I contemplate the way that you look at those souls, contemplating their future, contemplating the way that you are going to call them, guide them. And I can't help but think that the story of human frailty is only complete when it goes with the story of divine fidelity. Jesus, I'm really convinced that this parable is not to foretell our own destruction, nor the destruction of others, but simply to warn us of things that can take away our happiness, things that can lead us away from you. And, like always, admonition doesn't imply rejection. Now, a little while ago, I was asked to give a talk to some dads. I really didn't understand at all why I was being asked to give a talk to some dads because, well, the talk was about parenting and I thought, what on earth do I know about parenting? 
I mean, maybe someone who has a lot of experience might have something to say, but I don't. Anyway, I did what I could. I thought, I'll prepare a talk and at least know something about people, about the way people will think, and interactions and families. You hear a lot of that in spiritual direction and confession, so I'll do what I can. That was all good. I mean, I can always sit down and talk, I thought, and that's exactly what I did. But then, of course, it came to question time. And question time, well, that makes everything much more complicated. And then one of these dads had a really fantastic question. I don't say it was a question that was easy for me to answer, but I recognized instantly that he was a guy who really understood his daughter. Because he said to me, I have a problem. Every time I try to discipline my daughter, she interprets it as rejection. Well, I was a little bit flummoxed. Because I saw the truth of what he said, but I didn't immediately see how to answer it. Then I realized that, of course, the solution is so much based on the relationship. If there's a constancy of love that his daughter knows for sure that always and everywhere he loves her, when it comes time to discipline her, he can win her over there as well. And dads, all dads love, but they struggle. They struggle because they want to admonish, they want, they want their children to flourish and grow, but to do that, well, it's not just a matter of hugs and kisses. They have to push them, discipline, admonish, and they struggle with that. Well, God also struggles. He struggles to help us to know that He's with us and that He loves us. And especially, He struggles to get us to know that when He admonishes, it's to protect and to build up, not the reverse. Well, if we want to understand that, we need to build the relationship with God as well. Just the same as that dad and his daughter, we need to be absolutely convinced by working on our relationship with God that he's always with us, always backs us up, always supports us, always loves us. The first step to perseverance is trust. Don't doubt. Because we need never doubt God, the Almighty and the Infinite who is determined to keep you close to him. The parable, of course, isn't about being lucky enough to fall on good soil or not. It's about seeking good soil, no matter where we are. For a lot of us, we need to be particularly attentive to the seed that fell among thorns. As for the part that fell into thorns, this is the people who have heard, but as they go on their way, they are choked by the worries and riches and pleasures of life, and do not reach maturity. Just look at the world in which we find ourselves. Look at the world in which this seed that we are fell. We're surrounded by riches and pleasures of the world. There has never been a time in history when there has been an abundance of worldly pleasures and riches available to everyone, like what we have now. We are quite literally surrounded by thorns. So if it's just about where the seed fell, the fact of the matter is, we're all toast. We don't stand a chance. We may as well just give up right now, rather than waste our time. But it's not about our having fallen among thorns. It's about where we put our heart. Jesus simply calls out to us, don't let your heart be choked by those things. We can ask ourselves, how much am I taking Jesus' advice? Are we attentive to those material things that can seem so important to us, so much more important than they are? 
It's like that old adage that God made us to use things and love people, but the devil wants us to love things and use people. We can all do a little examination of conscience. Where do we let things get in the way of how we treat people, or how we see them, how we love them? Now, comparisons are inevitable in material things, but when we find ourselves getting obsessive about it, or when we consider that our own value increases because of it, whether it's having the latest mobile phone, or a particular car, or anything else, we realize Jesus is calling us out. He wants us to realize that's not where our happiness lies. And he wants us to be happy in good soil, to persevere and bear fruit. And what do you do when you realize that the thorns are closing in? That there are small things or big things in your life that seem to impede you from treating people well, or dominate the way that you think about yourself, the way that you value yourself. How do you solve that? Well, of course, there's no generic answer. But the best and most simple thing is just get advice from someone you trust. Let's ask our mother Mary to help us take Jesus' advice as it's intended to be, to set us free. At the same time, we ask her to help us to trust. Our perseverance and our apostolic effectiveness is not something fatalistic. It's not like as if I was born wrong in the wrong time or the wrong place or whatever, or just that I'm wrong, I'm just wrong. No, you're most definitely not wrong. Oh, you're not perfect either, nor am I. None of us are. But you're not wrong. You're quite all right. All we need to do is listen to Jesus Christ and let him guide us. So Mary, our mother, teach us to trust God, to trust that he's watching over us, taking care of us and guiding us to himself. And knowing that, help us to listen to him as well. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this time of prayer. I ask your assistance in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guiding angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Die and rose. 
to be my favorite rock and roll Easter song. That is News at 11 with the Eyes of Faith at 18 past the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Saturday of the 24th week in Ordinary Time, September 18th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. It's time to begin our liturgical day now. We join the whole church in prayer. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him, singing for joy. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders 
From darkness into light Know that He, the Lord, is God He made us, we belong to Him We are His people, the sheep of His flock Come, let us worship God who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Go within his gates giving thanks, enter his courts with songs of praise, give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus. Et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, Ora pro nobis peccatoribus, num in ora mortis nostre. Amen. Whoever humbles himself like a little child will be greater in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever, Whoever humbles, humbles himself like, like a, a little, little child, child will we'll be, be greater in, in the, the kingdom, kingdom of, of heaven. O Lord, my heart is not proud, nor haughty my eyes. I have not gone after things too great, nor marvels beyond me. Truly, I have set my soul in silence and peace, as a child has rest in its mother's arms, even so my soul. O Israel, hope in the Lord, both now and forever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, gentle and humble of heart, you declared that whoever receives a little child in your name receives you, and you promised your kingdom to those who are like children. Never let pride reign in our hearts, but may the Father's compassion reward and embrace all who willingly bear your gentle yoke. Whoever Whoever humbles himself himself like a little little child child will be greater in the kingdom of heaven. With simplicity of heart, I have joyfully offered everything to you, my God. With simplicity of heart, I have joyfully offered everything to you, my God. O Lord, remember David and all the many hardships he endured, the oath he swore to the Lord, his vow to the strong one of Jacob. I will not enter the house where I live, nor go to the bed where I rest. I will give no sleep to my eyes, to my eyelids I will give no slumber, till I find a place for the Lord a dwelling for the strong one of Jacob. At Ephrathah we heard of the ark. We found it in the plains of Urim. Let us go to the place of his dwelling. Let us go to kneel at his footstool. Go up, Lord, to the place of your rest, you and the ark of your strength. Your priests shall be clothed with holiness. Your faithful shall ring out their joy. For the sake of David your servant, Do not reject your anointed. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. With simplicity of heart, I have joyfully offered everything to you, my God. The Lord has sworn an oath to David. His kingdom will stand forever. The Lord has sworn an oath to David. His His kingdom will stand forever. The Lord swore an oath to David. He will not go back on his word. A son, the fruit of your body, will I set upon your throne. If they keep my covenant in truth and my laws that I have taught them, Their sons also shall rule on your throne from age to age. For the Lord has chosen Zion. He has desired it for his dwelling. This is my resting place forever. Here have I chosen to live. I will greatly bless her produce. I will fill her poor with bread. I will clothe her priests with salvation, and her faithful shall ring out their joy. There David's stock will flower. I will prepare a lamp for my anointed. I will cover his enemies with shame, but on him my crown shall shine. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, 
You chose to suffer and be overwhelmed by death in order to open the gates of death in triumph. Stay with us to help us on our pilgrimage. Free us from all evil by the power of your resurrection. In the company of your saints and constantly remembering your love for us, may we sing of your wonders in our Father's house. The Lord has sworn an oath to David. His kingdom will stand forever. Come, consider the works of the Lord, the marvels he has created on this earth. From the book of the prophet Ezekiel. The angel brought me back to the entrance of the temple, and I saw water flowing out from beneath the threshold of the temple toward the east, for the facade of the temple was toward the east. The water flowed down from the southern side of the temple south of the altar. He led me outside by the north gate and around to the outer gate facing the east, where I saw water trickling from the southern side. Then he walked me off to the east with a measuring cord in his hand, and he measured off a thousand cubits, and he had me wade through the water, which was ankle-deep. He measured off another thousand, and once more had me wade through the water, which was now knee-deep. Again he measured off a thousand and had me weighed. The water was up to my waist. Once more he measured off a thousand. But there was now a river through which I could not wade, for the water had risen so high it had become a river that could not be crossed except by swimming. He asked me, Have you seen this? Son of man. Then he brought me to the bank of the river where he had me sit. Along the bank of the river I saw very many trees on both sides. He said to me, This water flows into the eastern district down upon the Arabah and empties into the sea, the salt waters which it makes fresh. Wherever the river flows, every sort of living creature that can multiply shall live, and there shall be abundant fish, for wherever this water comes to the sea shall be made fresh. Fishermen shall be standing along it from Engedi to en spreading their nets there. Its kinds of fish shall be like those of the great sea, very numerous. Only its marshes and swamps shall not be made fresh. They shall be left for salt. Along both banks of the river, fruit trees of every kind shall grow. Their leaves shall not fade, nor their fruit fail. Every month they shall bear fresh fruit, for they shall be watered by the flow from the sanctuary. Their fruit shall serve for food, and their leaves for medicine. The Word of the Lord I saw water flowing eastward from beneath the threshold of the temple. Wherever this water flows, everything shall live. The water I shall give you will become in you a spring welling up to eternal life. Wherever this water flows, 
everything everything shall live. A reading from a Discourse on the Psalms by St. Hilary, Bishop. The river of God is brimming with water. You have provided their food, for this is your way of preparing them. There can be no doubt about the river referred to, for the prophet says, There is a river whose streams gladden the city of God. And in the gospel, the Lord himself says, Streams of living water welling up to eternal life will flow from the heart of anyone who drinks the water I shall give him. He was speaking of the Holy Spirit, whom those who believed in him were to receive. The river of God is brimming with water. That is to say, we are inundated by the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And from that fountain of life, the river of God pours into us in full flood. We also have food prepared for us. And who is this food? It is he in whom we are prepared for life with God. For by receiving his holy body, we receive a place in the communion of his holy body. This is what is meant by the words of the psalm, You have provided their food, for this is your way of preparing them. For as well as refreshing us now, that food also prepares us for the life to come. We who have been reborn through the sacrament of baptism experience intense joy when we feel within us the first stirrings of the Holy Spirit. We begin to have an insight into the mysteries of faith. We are able to prophesy and to speak with wisdom. We become steadfast in hope and receive the gift of healing. Demons are made subject to our authority. These gifts enter us like a gentle rain, and once having done so, little by little, they bring forth fruit in abundance. They will feast on the abundance of your house, O Lord. You You will give give them drink from the river of your your delight. You shall be filled with the good things of your house. You You will will give give them them drink from from the river of your delight. Let us pray. O God, who founded all the commands of your sacred law upon love of you and of our neighbor, grant that, by keeping your precepts, we may merit to attain eternal life. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. It's Saturday, September 18th, 2021, Saturday of the 24th week in Ordinary Time, 25 minutes before the hour. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Saints and sinners are friends of 
It's actually a St. Louis Jesuit song done quite admirably by John Michael Talbot, The Table of Plenty, 21 minutes before the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Saturday, September 18th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, we hear the parable of the sower from the 8th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. When a great crowd came together and people from town after town came to him, he said in a parable, A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell along the path and was trodden underfoot, and the birds of the air devoured it. And some fell on the rock, and as it grew up, it withered away, because it had no moisture. And some fell among thorns, 
and the thorns grew with it and choked it. And some fell into good soil and grew and yielded a hundredfold. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. When his disciples asked him what this parable meant, he said, To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of God. But for others they are in parables, so that seeing they may not see, and hearing they may not understand. Now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. The ones along the path are those who have heard. Then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts that they may not believe and be saved. The ones on the rock are those who, when they hear the word, receive it with joy. But these have no root. They believe for a while, and in time of temptation, fall away. And as for what fell among the thorns, they are those who hear. But as they go on their way, they are choked by the cares and riches and pleasures of life, and their fruit does not mature. As for that in the good soil, they are those who, hearing the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart and bring forth fruit with patience. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, and of course you'll find all of the daily Mass readings on the relevant radio app. If you don't have it, it's free and you'll find it on your app store.
you dear blessed mother been a while since we've heard that version that is celine dion with schubert's ave maria it's 13 minutes before the hour this is daybreak on relevant radio and the relevant radio app today is saturday september 18th 2021 saturday of the 24th week in ordinary time i'm paul sadik let's join the whole church in prayer now We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org, a lay apostolate promoting the prayer of the Liturgy of the Hours by all of the faithful. We join together now in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Now let it vanish into 
me ready to welcome you, my God. Dawn finds me ready to welcome you, my God. I call with all my heart. Lord, hear me. I will keep your commands. I call upon you. Save me, and I will do your will. I rise before dawn and cry for help. I hope in your word. My eyes watch through the night to ponder your promise. In your love, hear my voice, O Lord. Give me life by your decrees. Those who harm me unjustly draw near. They are far from your law. But you, O Lord, are close. Your commands are truth. Long have I known that your will is established forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Save us by the power of your hand, Father, for our enemies have ignored your words. May the fire of your word consume our sins and its brightness illumine our hearts. Dawn finds me ready to welcome you, my God. The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing him praise. For he has become my Savior. The The Lord Lord is my strength, and I shall sing his praise, for he has become my Savior. I will sing to the Lord, for he is gloriously triumphant. Horse and chariot he has cast into the sea. My strength and my courage is the Lord, and he has been my Savior. He is my God, I praise him, the God of my Father. I extol him. The Lord is a warrior. Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and army he hurled into the sea. At a breath of your anger the waters piled up. The flowing waters stood like a mound. The flood waters congealed in the midst of the sea. The enemy boasted, I will pursue and overtake them. I will divide the spoils and have my fill of them. I will draw my sword. My hand shall despoil them. When your wind blew, the sea covered them. Like lead, they sank in the mighty waters. Who is like to you among the gods, O Lord? Who is like to you, magnificent in holiness? Terrible and renowned worker of wonders, when you stretched out your right hand, the earth swallowed them. In your mercy, you led the people you redeemed. In your strength, You guided them to your holy dwelling. And you brought them in and planted them on the mountain of your inheritance, the place where you made your seat, O Lord, the sanctuary, O Lord, which your hands established. The Lord shall reign forever and ever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. 
The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing his praise, for he has become my Savior. O praise the Lord, all you nations. O praise the Lord, all you nations. O praise the Lord, all you nations. Acclaim him, all you peoples. Strong is his love for us. He is faithful for ever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, now and will, and be, will be forever. forever. Amen. God our Father, may all nations and peoples praise you. May Jesus, who is called faithful and true, and who lives with you eternally, possess our hearts forever. O praise, o praise the, the Lord, Lord, all you nations. A reading from Second Peter Be solicitous to make your call and election permanent, brothers. Surely those who do so will never be lost. On the contrary, your entry into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will be richly provided for. I cry to you, O Lord, for you are my refuge. I I cry to you, O Lord, for for you are my refuge. You are all I desire in the land of the living. For you are my refuge. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. I I cry to you, O Lord, for for you are my refuge. Lord, shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, The dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death. Let us all praise Christ in order to become our faithful and merciful high priest before the Father's throne. He chose to become one of us, a brother in all things. In prayer we ask of him, Lord, share with us the treasure of your love. Lord, share with us the treasure of your love. 
Son of Justice, you filled us with light at our baptism. We dedicate this day to you. Lord, share with us the treasure of your love. At every hour of the day we give you glory. In all our deeds we offer you praise. Lord, share with us the treasure of your love. Mary, your mother, was obedient to your word. Direct our lives in accordance with that word. Lord, share with us the treasure of your love. Our lives are surrounded with passing things. Set our hearts on things of heaven. So that through faith, hope, and charity, we may come to enjoy the vision of your glory. Lord, share with us the treasure of your love. Now let us offer the prayer Christ has given us as the model for all prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, free us from the dark night of death. Let the light of resurrection dawn within our hearts to bring us to the radiance of eternal life. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. You know, if you look around just a little bit, keep your eyes and ears open, I'll bet you'll find all kinds of opportunities to make the weekend holy. Give it a shot, why don't you? The Saturday edition of Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the Relevant Radio app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great and holy day and a great and holy weekend, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.